Fit for Health NG podcast, episode number four. How to stop emotional eating. Hello and welcome to Fit for Health NG podcast, weight loss motivation on fire, simple strategies to fast track your weight loss success. I'm your host, Dr. Adebu Salah Adefeso. I'm a medical doctor and a certified personal nutritionist. I help busy women who want to lose weight look great, feel energized, and overcome overwhelm. They the right system and strategies, you can lose weight sustainably and also live a life you love. Emotional eating is eating for reasons other than hunger. It means that having to eat when you're really not hungry, when the cause of why you're eating and um, ultimately overweight is not due to hunger. Now, there are different causes of hunger. There are physical causes of hunger and emotional causes of hunger. How can you differentiate between physical causes of hunger and emotional causes of hunger? When it comes to the physical causes of hunger, you can easily differentiate using the following factors. Physical hunger is gradual in onset as opposed to emotional hunger that is sudden. Physical hunger, you can eat anything to satisfy the hunger. But for emotional hunger, you need to eat a specific type of food. You are craving a particular type of food and just any food will not do. For physical hunger, it usually originates from the stomach. But emotional hunger comes from the brain. It comes from your head and you having a need to fulfill a particular desire. And usually for emotional hunger, after eating, you have some sense of guilt, shame, regret, feeling of not being ultimately satisfied. All of those things are more in keeping with emotional hunger. What? are the causes of emotional hunger i mean you're probably asking yourself that why am i an emotional eater why do i overeat when i'm stressed there are many causes of emotional eating and they include number one stress number two boredom number three emotional problems such as man troubles or woman troubles Number four is having a need to reward yourself with food. We've been brought up to think that food is some sort of reward for when we do well. As a kid, we are promised of a good time food-wise when we do well. And when we don't, sometimes we are threatened of being deprived of food. Such that as an adult now, um, when you get back from work, after a good day's work, we believe that we deserve to reward ourselves with food. The problem is the type of food we feel we need to reward ourselves with. After working a whole day and then we feel that the best reward we can offer ourselves is to load ourselves with junks. I don't know, somewhere along the line, our mind has been trained that when we do so well, we need to reward ourselves with chunks. 
even on a weight loss diet we feel that we deserve a shit day after eating well for six days so we deserve to reward ourselves with junk <laughs> after eating well for a while you can see the mentality here rewarding our bodies with junk after doing so much for ourselves after doing so much for this same body so our brain has been wired into thinking that we need to reward our body with junk and that should not be the case we also hit emotionally for comfort you're sad you're depressed you're lonely sometimes food has a way of serving as comfort another reason why we eat emotionally is social influence the reason why we are going to food is not because ultimately the food is what we really need what we really want is the dopamine effect that we are going to get from our brain after eating the food the wow experience the oh my god experience that is exactly what we crave and the food is just one of the ways of getting it if you read a particular book the powers of habit by charles doig there's something called the habit loop and the habit loop comprises of the code the routine and the reward the cue is the trigger what is triggering you to want to do that particular habit and if when it comes to eating it can be the sight of the food the smell of the food or the causes we have outlined earlier like bottom stress and being emotionally disturbed looking for a particular reward those are cues so we move to routine what are the routines what are the things you do to get this food that will ultimately give you the reward now the routine can include ordering for food it can include going to a restaurant it can include cooking a particular type of meal it can include opening the bottle of champagne it can include you know whatever your own routine is those are the things that we go through before getting our reward and the reward is actually the excited feeling of being able to do whatever we want the reward is the feeling the being happy the freedom that we really really crave and being able to do whatever it is we want to do with our lives how did you stop emotional eating how can you relax at home after work without you know eating 10,000 calories how can you relax without overeating now the very first thing to know is that you cannot afford to add physical longer with emotional longer so what do you need to do number one is to acknowledge that you're an emotional eater if you want you're not alone there are so many emotional eaters out there and in fact i'm one of them i eat emotionally when i am stressed when i am bored when i am going through some you know awkward situation I tend to give in to emotional eating, but the most important thing is to snap out of it as soon as possible. So, step one is knowing that yes, I'm an emotional eater. Step two 
is to know your weakness. Know your own specific triggers. Why are you eating emotionally? Is it to relieve stress? It is to relieve boredom? Is it to relieve fatigue? Is it to serve as a comfort? Is it serving as a reward for you or is it as a result of social influence? Know the cause. Know your own triggers. The third thing you want to do is get rid of distractions. Get rid of distractions. Whatever is going to distract you, whatever is going on in your life that is going to distract you from your goals, you want to get rid of unnecessary distraction in your life. Trust me. <laughs> the fourth thing, particularly for people trying to lose weight, is don't ban all your favorite foods. Honestly, don't ban your favorite foods. Under eating disorders, we have emotional eating, we have binge eating. And sometimes emotional eating can border on binge eating. So when you ban all your favorite foods from your diet and you're just eating fruit and vegetables, you have higher tendency to slip into emotional eating and you're going to consume all of your favorite food that you have been depriving yourself on. And sometimes this can derail you from your goal of trying to lose weight. So you want to try your possible best not to ban your favorite food from your diet. The next thing you want to do is you want to eat foods that are rich in fiber. Fiber rich foods helps to keep you full for longer. So you're not reaching for food as a solution to the problems. I want you to know, even if that's the only takeaway you are going to get from today's podcast, that the only problem that food can cure is hunger. Every other problem, food is not a solution. The only thing you're going to get is become overweight. So identify each problem and keep a targeted solution. So to avoid rushing to avoid giving in to food to, to solve other problems in your life, you want to be eating healthy in the first place. So fiber rich foods are super important. Fiber rich foods such as oats, avocados, beans and the likes. Another technique that you might want to try is mindful eating. Mindful eating is a different topic on its own and we will be talking about it in details in future episodes. You want to keep a food journal. You want to dine with like-minded people if you are suffering from social influences. Other things that can really, really be of help is to plan your day ahead. If you know that you're going to relax after work, what are the things that you're going to relax with? So plan your day ahead. When you plan your day ahead, you're less likely to give in to all of those temptations. So plan your day ahead. Keep your goals in mind. You also want to eat balanced meal. A balanced meal with healthy carbs, good proteins, and fat. Ditch the diet mentality, honestly. Just ditch the diet mentality of trying to eat fruit and vegetables or doing a juice cleanse for a few days and then before you know it you're back in square one just ditch the diet mentality 
let's eat LD for what else and doing that is a marathon and not a sprint is a long haul you have to be in it for the long haul for most clients I've worked with I have noticed that um, they eat emotionally mostly at night so some of the things you can do to prevent giving it emotional eating at night is to you know take a warm shower or bath after getting them from work unwind with exercise honestly exercise works like magic is the greatest antidepressant out there i say all the time you can also realize with music if you're married sex is an amazing option you can call your friends and family if you're bored and you're alone that is a good time to just with your friend or read a book you can meditate you can direct teas such as um olong tea green tea camomile tea rhubarb tea and the likes <laughs> you can also soak yourself up in a warm bath works like magic trust me and and uh, another very th- particular thing that you want to do is to have a regular sleep routine you will know when you're stressed and sometimes one of the causes of this emotional eating is poor sleep so when you're awake doing one thing or the other you're tempted to keep going to your fridge and looking for a snack to munch on and all of those things so having a healthy sleep routine really really helps and last but not the least get help get help if you need it trust me if you're struggling with anything emotionally or psychologically you're struggling with depression because yes some people tend to eat emotionally when they are depressed so it's okay to get help trust me <laughs> when you're sick physically we don't have any problem getting help for that but when we are sick emotionally we feel that we can deal with that and and the annoying part is that some people actually think they can just say snap out of it and you will snap out of it it is not that easy there's so many professionals that can be of help to us and it's okay to get help the beauty of this thing today 2019 is that you can even get help virtually so there are so many resource centers out there try to get get help if you need it help is good we all need somebody to lean on at every point in our lives and getting a professional help will go a long way in opening a scope with any emotional struggle or challenge that we might be going through in our lives and it's not always drugs so some people think that the solution is always drugs no when you're seeing a professional you didn't know when to start drugs they know when not to start drugs so seek help get help find help if you need one i hope you enjoyed today's episode if you have any question please send in a voice message and it will definitely be answered in the next episode 
Don't forget to tag me at fit4healthng with your takeaways from this episode on your Instagram stories or any of your social media platform and I'll make sure I share it on mine as well. For more on how we can work together or more weight loss tips, please visit our website www.fitforhealthng.com that is www.fit4healthng.com It's not F-O-R or F-O-U-R. It's the number 41234. www.fit4healthng.com You'll find the link and other resources mentioned in today's episode in the show notes below. And if you haven't yet subscribed, I invite you to hit the subscribe button That way you'll be notified every Wednesday 8 p.m. West African time when we upload a new episode. If you can also rate, review, and share this podcast with your friends, I'll be very grateful because you are helping with our vision of ending the menace of obesity. Thank you so much for listening. Till our next episode, same time, same place, next week Wednesday. Stay fit and healthy. Bye for now.